So cosmic consciousness is is seeing more, hearing more than the average people around you. It's being somewhere around 210 days ahead of the average person. It's that uh, realization and understanding that you have a hard time vocally relating or communicating with people because you're cosmically conscious and cosmic flow is not words. It's not three-dimensional, tangible communication. It's using all of your senses and having an overall understanding without the need of communication. So if you go to NASA on YouTube and you listen to the sounds of the various planets, moons, and suns, they all have a different sound. That's how they communicate. That's how uh, the waves of, uh, of energy um, make its way down here. That's why when Mercury goes retrograde, it affects everyone. And that's why two days before, two to three days, depending on where you are, before these planets change their rotational habits, we'll start getting the effects, the, the issues with communication or the hard time with um, the overall energy, right? That's why two days, sometimes three, before full moon, new moon, uh, first quarter, third quarter, um, certain individuals can pick up on it, right? It's almost like you get hurt, you have an injury, it heals, but you always know when it's about to rain because you start to get that ache. So these planets don't function with words like we do, right? That means the energy on there is not going to look like we look, right? It's not going to be human form. It's going to be a different type of form because the intellectual level over there understands that they're not limited to a physical body at all. They're actually, in fact, various waves or flows of energy and they understand that they can go wherever they want. There's no limitations like we have here. Um, that's cosmic consciousness. Cosmic consciousness uh, allows you to see through the bullshit down here, right? It's like you're talking to someone and as fast as they're lying to you, you already know, have, see, and can pr produce tangible documentation that in fact proves them to be lying and and then they're just you know in their minds like how is it that I can never one-up this person that's that competitive uh that competitive um energy that that competitive pull that that need for people to instantly have this feeling towards another individual as if they can't stand them or they have to be uh, above them or seen in a brighter light than the other person. And again, that's not a reflection of the individual who's radiating at such a speed. It's a reflection of the lower vibrational individual who is looking outwardly instead of looking inwardly. Because as a cosmic individual, you understand you don't look at other people for uh, justification or gratification you look within. So if there's something that you're not liking on the X side or the external positions around you, then you need to look inward, right? Why is this happening? Not because this one's doing that, wearing that, or affecting things this way, or people like her this way. You know, you, you, you change your perspective in general around this way. So um, communication 
you're inwardly thinking more than you're outwardly speaking. You're interacting inwardly with a higher conscious and well, other beings around you that can't be seen by the naked eye necessarily um, instead of interacting with physical people around you because you understand that your vocab, right, your, your ability to say the appropriate terms at the appropriate times is a little delayed or too far advanced or um, it just doesn't come out correctly. It's almost like you know, it takes the light from a certain star 200 billion years before it reaches us. Um, it's because of the distance, right? But you can still see it. Same thing down here. When you're cosmically conscious, you know, you know what people are going to say, do, feel energetically at least 210 days before it actually happens. Sometimes you'll get the visual aid in your dreams, right? Lucid dreaming. Um, visits or astral projection into a, a later dimension or downloads of information from these beautiful, amazing planets that are constantly um, sending out signals, as some people can relate to that term, or constantly sending out waves of frequency and energy so that way by the time it does hit us, things are continuously in alignment and make sense for us, right? That's why when planets change or, you know, signs go from planet to planet, we end up realizing um, a different perspective or we'll have um, YouTube horoscopes. Certain signs all end up having similar situations or be in similar circumstances as other people who are affected um, by those elements or planets, right? So if you're a Virgo, you're going to have maybe uh, one reader that you really, really can relate to their messages. And you'll notice that they've got 200,000 followers and all of them somehow, some way are going through the same thing you're going through. That's because you're on a certain wave. When that planet uh, sends those messages out, it affects the way that you process things that's how the other planets tie in as well. It affects the way that you process things. So you guys relate and experience things at the same time because you're under the same level of consciousness. You know, um, Sagittarius. Sagittarius, fiery, impulsive, dynamic on so many levels, right? All of them are going through a phase of cutting old shit off, meaning, been here too long, I don't see enough progress, I'm fucking out, right? And it could be work-related, romantic-related, family members that you're cutting off, it could be friendships you're cutting off, it could be anything, it could be career or educational goals that you're cutting off. But regardless, that ruling planet of Sagittarian energy has a constant flow of waves coming towards us in all directions, right? In all directions of that planet. Constant waves of energy, information, because they don't use words like we do. So if, by the time those waves hit here, this planet, it affects us so that way we're in alignment with one another, doing the same things, possibly on different levels, depending on our other planetary alignments in our birth chart. But more than likely, it's still the same energy. So cosmic consciousness is having that 
understanding that you don't need words to have an overall uh, knowledge of things going on around you. And the way that cosmic consciousness has been affecting me, now that I've kind of freaked some people out with what I just said, um, narcissistic tendencies, I've grown up with it my entire life, never knew what the hell it was. Uh, I, I, at one point, was a magnet for the bullshit. Cosmic consciousness allows you to see people's crap way ahead of time. You know, it's, it's like going to that job and dealing with that one coworker who just has to constantly try to um, influence other people to look at you in a different way because they don't like the way that people look at them and they want that light that they feel is around you. They don't understand the light. They don't understand that the light is radiating from within and nobody can, can take that from you. But they'll still do things that are low vibrational to try to knock you off, to try to get you unbalanced so that way you're not radiating as loudly as they're experiencing. And that's that feeling that some people get when you're in somebody's presence, you instantly just can't stand them and you don't know why. Um, that's not something for you to look at them for. That's something for you to look within for. That's a part of cosmic consciousness. It's that inward communication instead of the external physical communication. I don't like something about this girl, so I'm going within myself and I'm working through this unconsciously, you know, without thought or hesitation. I'm just instantly working within trying to adjust and correct and see how I might have behaved in certain ways like this in other areas of my life in the past. That's cosmic consciousness, understanding that we're here to grow, right? We're here to uh, grow out of that physical limitation. It's, it's almost like, uh, I don't know the correct pronunciation for purgatory, right? It's like, uh, you know, you could move on to the light and have your next phase of life, but instead you maintain that limitation that you might have sinned so God's not going to forgive you so you can't go through the gates, right? So now you're stuck there or you've committed so many sins that you're not forgivable and you're stuck here or you're unable to heal old wounds so you're stuck here uh, in houses that you used to live in or around family members that you have yet to um, receive forgiveness or, or give forgiveness. Um, that limitation, that mental limitation is what is keeping us here. It's that lack of ability to see above or outside of the box on a greater level. Um, we are never going to find human beings physically on other planets and that's because we're the only ones still stuck with that limitation that we have to be a physical body to exist um, we're the ones that that lack that comprehension that uh, we can actually shape shift we can uh, ascend we can astral travel you can't astral travel with a physical body I've yet to see that. That would be considered teleporting, correct? So why is it unimaginable that these other planets who are actual beings um, on greater scales of things 
why is it hard to believe that you're not going to find a physical body like human type on another planet? And in fact, you could be landing there in a spaceship walking around in an astronaut suit and not even realize you are 100% surrounded by cosmic beings. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. You grab an LG or a Galaxy cell phone and you turn on the video camera and you put the flash on and you take your time and you let the orbs appear on the video. And sometimes you won't see the orb until you're playing back the video. And sometimes you won't see the orbs um, or the spot of light until you're reversing slowly through that video because it's the frames in between frames that catch that light. And that's why sometimes you can't screenshot an actual video of an, uh, a being. So if that's the case, kind of have to open up your consciousness a little bit, right? So consciousness, uh, cosmic consciousness helps me here as far as um, knowing what I want and don't want, right? Once you establish those, I want to tolerate this, I don't want to tolerate that, and that's how I want it to be moving forward. Well, that's how it's going to be moving forward. Over time, right, those waves are coming. And when those waves hit you, they take those manifestations or those intentions or those desires or requests and they make them tangible because the waves are constantly in motion. So those tangible waves, depending on your vibration and what waves you're working with, they'll actually tangibly start to flow around you and other people will receive those waves and they'll start acting in accordance with your manifestation and that's how things play out. It's working with higher vibrational energies to achieve a better outcome or to achieve, achieve a uh, manifestation sooner than later. And again, this helps on the physical realm of things because if you decide you don't want to deal with narcissistic or toxic people in general, when you're out and about dealing with people, you see through the shit. Somebody's, you know, not so... Uh, what is that? Nonchalant? Somebody's nonchalant comment or dig to you might be very loud in your ear like, bitch, I'm coming for you. Because you're getting the vibration in, in their thoughts, right? It's all their emotions, their energy, their thoughts, their intentions. All of that stuff goes into one ball, right? One orb or one thin layer of waves and it comes shooting right at you. So you get the whole picture in one shot. And that's why you instantly get that certain vibe around certain individuals. Either their vibration is working with a higher vibrational energy or a very, very low one, or you are. And that's how you're able to get it. And that's why when you react, and certain people don't understand why you're reacting or they understand why you're reacting, they just think you're being a little too dramatic or you're being too impulsive or um, unreasonable. It's not that you're being those things. It's just you see the whole thing, whereas they're kind of 
standing on Earth looking through a kid's version of a telescope, whereas you're right there front and center on that planet that they're trying to see. Your perspective is, is firsthand knowledge that other people just don't have access to. And that's very important to remember. I've noticed that um, people will perceive me incorrectly because they're not understanding that, you know, what they're looking at with a magnifying glass, I am able to shrink myself down to that size and experience firsthand. That's why when someone's coming at me incorrectly, I, I know what my boundaries are and I know what I'm willing to tolerate and that type of energy, I don't want it in my space. Space, right? your space what is that physical space physical 3d uh your physical energy picture six feet from your fingertips fix six feet outwardly from the top of your head the bottoms of your soles all the way around like a 3d and uh grid line almost like you're in the middle of a globe six feet in all directions that is your personal space anyone who is in that space is not just leaving their shit in your space but they're taking yours as well so you got to be careful with who you're involving yourself with and there's a saying choose five people that you're close with and you are guaranteed to share or reflect similar tendencies or behaviors whatever their most dominating or most consistent behavior would be, would be what you'd have in your space. And whether you're intentionally or unintentionally realizing it or um, doing it, you're radiating it because it's in your energy and you're around them enough that it's constant in your energy. That's why you choose your friends wisely. You know, you can't pick your family, but you technically can, right? Like, yeah, we're related, but I keep you at arm's length. I don't deal with you. Um, that's why certain people, again, when they're around you, you feel a certain kind of way about them. And it's like, I need you out of my space. Um, it's, it's because you don't resonate with their energy and their energy is too close. Um, Again, same thing with planets, right? Because everything that you experience and actually understand around you is always greater or in a different form in another dimension or on a higher level of things. Just like uh, educational-wise, we go from kindergarten to the 12th grade and then we're allowed to decide if we want to go to college and how long we're going to stay in college, right? Same thing with uh, spiritual ascension and awakenness um, and consciousnesses. Excuse me if that's a word. You go through levels and phases. And the first levels would be considered like maturity or um, intellectual ability to comprehend certain information. You'd go through phase, um, you know, K through 12. And then after that, right, adulthood, hopefully, that's when you decide if you're going to keep growing and becoming more conscious, more intellectually mature, um, and you decide how far you want to get, right? And obviously the goal here or the highest achievement here would be cosmically conscious at this point um, because you want to be conscious of the fact that, you know, we're, we're no, the planet is bigger than us, right? 
but our planet is no greater than a tiny grain off of a beach. It's literally like you pick up some sand, the smallest little grain, that's the size of this planet in our galaxy. Well, cosmically around all the other things. And then when you get on that scale and you see the biggest, you can now say, well, this is also the same thing. It's the tiniest little grain of sand on that level of energy's beach. Um, it's phenomenal. It's, it's incredible. So I want to talk about um, being uh, around toxic people or learning how to cut cords or dealing with people who are just low vibrational in general and just irk your soul, right? It's like every time they come around, you get tense, you're on defense. It's like, oh, here we go again. Um, they're the root of the cause as far as you going into work feeling like you're dreading approaching the job and that could be somebody in your personal life that causes you to just kind of have that overall emotion towards everything or certain other things that are in your life like I don't want to be at work I could be home dealing with the bullshit that I'm going to be focused on the entire time I'm at work right so why are you there why are you experiencing this what is going on in in you know how do you get through it and I guess um, for me, how I was able to uh, no longer allow things like that to accumulate in my life or build up in my life or affect my life was um, really not until I reached cosmic consciousness. You know, once I reached cosmic consciousness, I realized that I was spending more time internally than externally. And I'd be at work and just minding my business, right? I'd be in my personal space, focused on my work, getting everything that I possibly could done. I'd be dealing with problems at the forefront, right? So um, missing hardware at one of my places of employment. Here's an example of, of what I'm talking about. Uh, as a procurement person or a purchasing agent, and you're acquiring things and you're seeing the value of these things that you're acquiring and it's your job to make sure that that product is in-house and available for the job site, you know, then you get that phone call from the project manager like, how come this never showed up to the job site? You told me this was here. You know, most people won't be able to backtrack to where they need to be able to backtrack to find out where things went wrong as quickly as they possibly can because of their inability to see ahead or be ahead or um, break things down in a certain pattern that higher vibrational people can, right? So for me, when those phone calls would come in, I didn't have to spend weeks looking through records because I was able to see way in advance what was going to happen and what information I was going to need in order to backtrack and resolve any type of discrepancies. So, you know, one day I'd come into work and just have this sudden urge to create a spreadsheet that was specifically for tracking um, uh, 
specific, you know, anything like delivery dates or um, pro numbers, or I'd start a spreadsheet and start listing off ETAs for certain carriers, um, common delivery issues that I face, uh, seasonal issues. Um, and that's something you would keep on a spreadsheet to yourself. And I'm not saying that these are the exact things that I would do. I'm just saying that these are examples of what I would do when I'd come into work. You know, I would um, start a, uh, a thing where um, the, the company I worked for never kept track of anything on the PO notes. Well, I already started feeling certain vibes and, and catching certain waves uh, through cosmic consciousness that I knew I needed to start keeping track of actual things that related to this order in the PO notes, right? They were a little hesitant about it because they didn't, that's not common practice for them. Change isn't good for them necessarily, or it's hard to adapt to change for them. And then I would be like, well, I'm going to start scanning requisitions and purchase orders and confirmations and tracking numbers and backing my, you know, not just to have it here, but I needed to have it here. You know, uh, not just to have it in that location, but I'd also store it, save it in another location. And nobody understood why I would do that. They were like, well, that's unnecessary paperwork. Why are you doing this? Or, you know, why are you scanning this in and keeping this here? And then two months would go by or a year would go by and they're coming rushing in frantically. I can't find this. And oh my God, this happened and we have to go pull this. And I don't even know where to begin to look because we already shredded that. And it's like, oh, no problem. Here's the information you needed. Because I knew a long time ago that I didn't need to just save it physically. I needed to scan it into my computer, which you were against me doing. Or an order would be delivered, received, and then all of a sudden no longer available. And I'm being told six months later it never got delivered. Well, it would take me a while, right, to to find that information or prove that it was delivered if we weren't doing things a certain kind of way. So cosmic conscious helps you in a sense that you are able to just change your perspective. You know, as long as you're listening to your intuition, right? As long as you're listening to your higher self and you're following that golden rule and you're doing things correctly and, uh, you know, respecting karmic law, you won't have to deal with the bullshit. Because you're listening to your guidance, you're listening to your intuition, you're trusting that flow, you're not doubting it, you're not allowing ego to overtake you. So when a toxic person is in your life, you're following your intuition, which means they're inviting you out to dinner. Your intuition says, don't go out to dinner with this person. Well, you went out to dinner with them, and then the next thing you know... Um, you got into a physical confrontation or you got sexually assaulted or, you know, you were emotionally attacked by them or something that they said. Or, you know, you later on, two months later, find out that the only reason they asked you out to dinner was so that way you wouldn't be home because they knew that your boyfriend was coming to propose to you after a breakup and they didn't want you to be around. We, we need to trust and follow the intuition to avoid toxic people, situations, and karmic lessons. Um, another example would be uh, you start a new job. 
you make it very clear at day one what your boundaries are, what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate. And then you start seeing the patterns of, of behaviors you don't want to tolerate. And you should be able to see these red flags, right? Because instantly your intuition is telling you, oh boy, this isn't right. And, then, and that's where some of us are not done learning the cosmic lessons and we turn those red flags into red carpets. And we're like, oh, but this is a different person, different company, things will be fine. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt. They're probably just having a bad day. Basically going against your intuition and making excuses for other people's bullshit, allowing them to manipulate you, whether they're doing it consciously or not, they're still doing it. Whether it's intentionally or not, they're still doing it. So either you listen to your intuition and put a stop to it and remove yourself from that environment that you know you don't want to be in or you allow it to build up over time and turn into a fucking nightmare. And you can apply this in any area of your life. And you really don't stop allowing this until you've reached cosmic conscious. Even if it's on a lower level, even if it's you know, just itching or just scratching the surface, once you start actually taking steps and actions to prevent or stop the um, interference from vibrations that you don't want around you, once you're actually physically acknowledging and actually making the necessary changes to stop it from continuously happening, that's cosmic consciousness. Anything before that would be anything from kindergarten to 12th grade, right? You, you made it this far. It's up to you to keep expanding your mind frame or expanding your, your knowledge. It's up to you to start listening to that intuition. That, that's the easier way of explaining everything I just said. It's listening to your intuition instead of giving in to ego and other people's egos. Because intuition always, always, always gives you that heads up, right? That's that inner knowing that you're getting from your main planetary um, influences that you can look up in your birth chart. But we all have free will, and free will technically is the ego, right? And it allows us to be impulsive and low vibrational and be influenced by other people's egos. It's louder. It's more tangible, than not so dealing with toxic people and how to remove them and how to cut cords from certain things you know you can use all those 3d words cutting cords clearing space smudging uh spiritual solitude you can use all those tangible 3d words when in all actuality you could put all those words under one word and that's just intuition Listen to your intuition. If you don't like someone's energy, you don't need to wait for a reason to be proven that your intuition was right. Just trust yourself. If you're dealing with somebody at work who makes you dread going into work and you can't transfer to another position within that company, just remove yourself because it's not going to change. And you don't know the level of uh, consciousness of the other people around you unless you're on a very high level of consciousness. So you don't know how much they can see that you're able to see that, you know, is, uh, as far as the situation. 
That's why sometimes when you go to an employer and you're complaining about another coworker and the employer's looking at you like you're the problem because you're the only one bringing it to anybody's attention. You don't know their limitations as far as being, you know, how conscious they are of the energy and the way that people behave. You don't know their intellectual uh, background. You don't know uh, their educational level. You could have a master's degree and be completely ignorant to the topic that you got the degree in. How many people went and got a driver's license and when they're out on the road, they are the fucking worst drivers in the world? Well, they got the license. You know, how many bartenders make horrible drinks, but they're licensed as a bartender? So it doesn't matter what job or position somebody holds or how many degrees they have in education. Their actual level of consciousness is key. So if you see something going on and your superiors are not helping you or the people around you are not seeing it for how you're seeing it, don't necessarily jump to the conclusion that you have a a social disorder or, you know, your social skills suck. Understand that you might have a higher level of consciousness than they do which means you are more sensitive to receiving energies a different way. So the way to remove them is to actually physically take the appropriate steps. And you can start off with spiritual solitude. You can start off by removing yourself from their space, whether that's changing a job, moving out of the house or the apartment, um, sleeping on the couch instead of in the bedroom or, you know, taking a vacation to give you some space away from the workplace so that way you can decide if you want to stay working there or not. Um, or just giving yourself enough time away from the environment to reset yourself and reevaluate things. Um, more than likely taking the appropriate steps to just walk away right because why are you saying you must like that that tension that I can't sleep my mind's constantly racing I don't miss that feeling my mind does not race at all anymore that is the best feeling in the world I am not constantly looking to be outside of my house because I don't like the partner that I had living with me in my house I don't dread coming home from work to deal with a bullshit husband I don't dread going to work because I no longer have to put up with a piece of shit boss. I've removed those people from my space. So if you're tired of not sleeping or tired of feeling a certain kind of way, cut the cord. Do spiritual solitude. Go inward instead of externally and figure out how you can remove that key component from your space. And if you can't remove it from you, you need to remove yourself from it. If you're in a city that is constantly bringing out the worst in you, you know, maybe get a job where you're working from home or move out of the city. And if you're financially restricted so you can't, then you need to create heaven in your home. Change your home around so that way you don't feel the need to be out there in the city. You feel the need to be home. I love being home. I'm such a homebody. 
so removing toxic people from your space is literally just that you don't have to complicate it you don't have to make it into this big procedure of uh, burning sage drinking tea then I sit down and I inhale and I meditate I mean some people have to do that but not everybody does again that that depends on your level of consciousness and it is acceptable on in all ways possible right it is 100% understandable for you to need to take those steps depending on your level of consciousness but just know if you keep working at it and you keep going you will make it to cosmic consciousness where you don't have to take those steps anymore you don't have to use those certain herbs to control certain allergies you don't have to wash your hair with certain allergenic you know body washes because your cosmic consciousness uh makes you in a position where you know what to avoid so that way these things don't happen you know what to take in more of so this doesn't keep happening and so, and again even at cosmic conscious we still have free will we still have ego we still have external influences that can knock us off of our balance and we can very well just say eh fuck it i want to splurge a little there will definitely be a consequence right there's always consequences but at least you're in more control over what's going on and you can see through things a lot better. And I think it's important that people really get to understand what cosmic conscious is. That way you can make the choice if you even want to get that far ahead. You know, it's like that matrix thing, blue pill, red pill. That's the deal with cosmic conscious. It's that blue pill, red pill. You can't go back. 